Are you ready to get this stalking stalker in Stockville? Dating game also. As well. Yeah. And our Silver Fox and Dream Box. <laughs> and <laughs> our playlist. And a playlist for you. Yep. What about stalker? Since that stalker. is the name of the game. Not really a game. It's actually a very serious situation. I mean, depending. They might have, like, a stalker's association and they, like, keep track like games. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, when we actually record this and people can see us, they're going to be like, what the fuck is going on in there? And then Howard's going to be just be running around in the background and we don't notice it at the time because mm-hmm. we're staring at each other. <laughs> Absolutely. And now we're just like, look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm flopping my dick around and no one can see. I interrupted that you grew a dick for that scenario. No, not me. Howard. Oh. The office ghost. Are you saying Howard's nude? Because I never sometimes. got that impression. Maybe I feel he... like he was wearing a full snowsuit at all times. But Well, maybe that's how he wants you to see him. But maybe he wants me to see his dick. I don't know. I'm not a ghost doctor. Tell me about your uh, stalkers. All right. Let's get into... I'm ready for it. Where we are supposed to go. Are you ready for it? Yes. So first, let's let's define stalker. Yes. So one of the definitions is from the Stalker Prevention Awareness and Resource Center. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. Um, so they define it as uh, a pattern of behavior directed at a specific person that could cause a reasonable person fear. Okay. Which makes sense. That's like to break it down. Then if you just Google mm-hmm. the definition of stalker, this will pop up. Okay. A person who harasses or um, persecutes someone with unwanted and obsessive attention. Also... In, uh, in my research as well, mm-hmm. basically, if someone's giving you attention that makes you feel uncomfortable, that that by definition is harassment. harassment. So, I something that I've learned in my research, my my <laughs> in depth research, but basically While is I'm doing eighties music. Yeah. The, my instinct when I have some someone send me a message that's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, as far as cyber type things go, I want to immediately delete those things and go against your instinct to do so because you want to keep every single thing. Which we will touch on in here. Yeah. Yep. So don't go with your instinct of like, ooh, I hate it. Get it off my phone or get it off. My computer or whatever it is. Uh Uh-huh. Keep it for documentation, even if that means just taking a screenshot and putting it in a file that you're not going to have to look at, but 
document, document, document. I knew what lots of evidence, which we will go over. Yeah. I have an experience that I will share too. Yeah. And that's part of it. <laughs> Excellent. Everyone's just like, just block and delete. Yeah. Well, if I do that, then I have zero. It's hard enough to get stalkers on anything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get any evidence against them with the harassment, then you're fucked. Absolutely. So there's this weird ass line yeah. that you have to delicately tread so you can get enough evidence to use it against yes. them without like coercing it. Yeah. Like it has to be completely on their own, but you do need that evidence or it's he said, she said, and it's not going to go anywhere, which stalking cases usually don't go anywhere anyways. Yeah. That's why you need to document. Yep. See people that know my story. I'm not that crazy. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll know later too yeah. when I tell you. But yes. So, um, you know, some people think, you know, there's different kinds of stalking and stuff. And they think that a few phone calls or texts aren't a bad thing, which they're not to a point, but then they can escalate. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing is like, you don't know when they're going to escalate. So if mm-hmm. it's making you uncomfortable, that's something you'd want to document. Absolutely. Document it. And we'll go again. We're going to go over in depth things that you should do if you feel you are being stopped. Mm-hmm. So then you do have stuff for legal purposes. Yeah. Here's three things that everyone should know about stalkers. Number one, <laughs> stalkers can take many forms. Yes. Like, it's not just your typical creepy, homeless-looking fella. No. It's In not. fact, a lot of times, it's someone you're, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It can even be a police officer. There's yep. how many stalking cases where they're police officers. Mm-hmm. And others. We're not just picking on you police officers. No, no. <laughs> but men of uh, men or women yeah. in authority. Absolutely. Yeah. Women do it just as much. Absolutely, yes. (laughs) They're just better at it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't say they're better at it, dude. (laughs) They're more stealthy. (laughs) Not some of them. (laughs) Number two, stalking can happen to anyone. Yes. So it's not just certain people, not just celebrities, not just influencers. Right. Here's something that I want to say, too. Um... I had someone recently say to me, they were talking about a family member of theirs mm-hmm. and they were saying that she's been abused and stalked and different things and that that would never happen to her because she doesn't like her lifestyle is different or like that means somehow, nothing. Yeah. Somehow saying that she was superior in some way and that it wouldn't happen to her because she's not like that. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter if Mm-mm. what kind of a person you are. It can happen to anyone. And I hate the misconception that somehow you invite it if you live in like a poor neighborhood or yeah. a rich neighborhood. It doesn't matter. Like nope. celebrities are stalked. They have abusive situations. Poor people. It doesn't matter. You're like what circles you run in. It can mm-hmm. happen to anyone. And hearing her say that was so incredibly offensive to me. Yeah. And and so ignorant not, to say that. Not only that, her saying that, if you say it to the right person, that can get her stopped. 
which we'll cover because there's different kinds of stalkers mm-hmm. and different motives behind that. Yeah. And it's not always because they're in love or infatuated with a person. Right. A lot of the time, stalkers, it's power. Yeah. That's basically all it is. Mm-hmm. They don't actually love. Some some truly think they do. But right. We'll get into that. Yeah. So number three, stalking is a serious crime. Some people are just like, oh, they'll just, they just like you or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it's, there's that line. Again, if it makes you uncomfortable, <laughs> that's, it's not okay, period. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, if they just ask once and they're just ugly and you just feel weird because they're <laughs> ugly and that's you're offended by that, that's not stalking. That's just being shallow. Yes. But it's but it's when it's multiple Excessive. unwanted mm-hmm. attention of any form. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not always infatuation no. and stuff. A lot of it uh, we're going to get into. Yeah. All right. So here are some motivations for a stalker. And this is from joinonelove.org. Okay. I found a few, quite a few different ones, but... So, rejection. So, it can be real or made up in the stalker's head, but the stalker sees themselves as the victim of being led on or toyed with. Mm. Um, their fear of abandonment doesn't allow them to think reasonably, and it's impossible to let them down early. Easy, not early. <laughs> I was like, interesting, early? <laughs> well, you got to catch it early, too, or yes. the stocking goes way crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. So, it could just be purely rejection. Right. <laughs> the, and, you know, it's uncomfortable to be rejected. And Absolutely. It's, it's not, a, it's like, not nobody enjoys it. Oh, no, I get that, rejected all the time. <laughs> it doesn't mean that we need to, you know, stalk, stalk somebody for it. Yep. I mean, sure, they're dedicated, but, (laughs) and that's great, but find someone you can be dedicated to that wants you to be dedicated to them. absolutely. Don't force it on someone that you don't even know. It doesn't go well for anybody. So another motivation, obsession. Stalkers are often obsessed in multiple areas of their life, including their romantic realm of life. So... Yeah, in what way? Ah, TV. Usually, they have a repetitive thought pattern that plays like a broken record. Hmm. They become so preoccupied with the victim that they're unable to sleep. They forget to eat. Their job performance goes down because all they can do is obsess repetitively on the victim. Yeah. So, it's like usually they there's multiple things that they can be obsessed with in life. And that just shows the... The obsessive personality right. trait for that. And that just goes into that. So another um, motivation stalkers have. Uh, fantasy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so st- this a stalker with this kind of a motive um, blurs the line between fact and fiction. In, in what way? Like they imagine that... You love they them back. They create scenarios in their head, pretty much. So, like that movie or that uh, Netflix show, you. Yeah, which yeah. just came out. Yeah, <laughs> I watched a all of season? part one. Part two will be in March. Oh, yeah. There's like 
six episodes. Oh, hell yeah. And he's in Britain. Oh. So um, they harbor a sense of entitlement that their targets um, belong to them, which feeds into the fantasy that they are destined to be together. Um, some become so convinced with this that they invent details in their head um, about having a romantic relationship that doesn't exist with this with the victim. Right. Um, they are so sure of it and so convinced that they can convince others that them and the victim are in a relationship. So they can con- convince everyone except for the victim. Right. You know, it's... Because they believe in it so much. What's interesting is that I... Um, the GSW, if if you've listened to the episode where... Uh, our last episode where we talk about dating horror stories... There's a guy that I nicknamed GSW that he actually called or texted me every single day for two years. And his his father would call me looking for him because he was so convincing that we were together that his dad was like, well, why wouldn't you know where he is? And it had been like a year since I had actually talked to him, even though he had called and texted <laughs> And all the that sort of thing. So, like, they are very convincing. Yep. His father believed that we were together after all that time. Which is just nuts. With no response, by the way. Like, <laughs> how do oh, you yeah. think that's... It's happening. Like, what, what stories and scenarios is he telling to his family that makes him believe that I was involved He's with him? He's just creating it all in his head. Which right. a lot of the times happens with mental illness. Yes. Not all the time, though, because it then falls into this next okay. motivation. Narcissism. Oh. Narcis. Narcis. <laughs> Narcis. They Narcis. are all around us. <laughs> so, Narcis are unable to recognize or respect the feelings or boundaries of others. They also lack healthy coping skills to deal with rejection, embarrassment, shame, or the loss. Mm. Or loss. Not the loss, but mm-hmm. loss. Yep. Um which is an issue with a previously had relationship mm-hmm. because, like, be it romantic or whatever, because not every stalker, again, is for romantic reasons. Yeah. I've been stalked by people that were my friends, that we were no longer friends, and then they couldn't let it go. Yeah. For yeah. For years. It could be friends. It could be family. It could be coworkers. Yeah. And oftentimes, it actually is typically, like, in more times than not. Like, over a third of the cases are someone that you know. Mm-hmm. That you were romantically involved in or are friends with. Yep. So the Narcy ones justify their logic. A lot of them will justify it with the type of logic. Like, if I can't have you, no one can. Pretty uh, much. Thing. Which yep. is power. <laughs> right. Because Narcy's have to be in power. Yep. Damn it, Narcy's. Yeah. <clears throat> You're all wicked. Okay. This is how stalkers use manipulation to feed... Um, their obsession. Um, some of the common ways are they guilt you or invent emergencies to elicit sympathy. Oh my good hell. <laughs> Which I'm, we're all going to know at least one person that does all these things. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of that person <laughs> right now. So the next one is make empty promises to prolong contact with the victim. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they all go hand in hand. Resort to blackmail no matter how far-fetched it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, play on your insecurities and make unfounded accusations. Yep. Twist your words to fit their agenda. Yep. 
Uh, they give elaborate or expensive gifts with strings attached. Mm-hmm. Who has been on a date where that's been expected? Absolutely. <laughs> or, I mean, I'm thinking of people that I know in relationships like this. Oh, yeah. Where they <clears throat> are doing these things to the person or vice versa. Like, I'm sure we all know someone in this circumstance. Absolutely. So, common characteristics of a stalker. Okay. Jealousy. Narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Obsessive and compulsive. Falls instantly and intensely in love. Mm. <laughs> Manipulative. Doesn't take responsibility for own feelings or actions. Uh, needs to have control. Socially awkward or uncomfortable. Wow. Views self as a victim. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can't take no for an answer. Yep. Deceptive. Yep. Quick to switch from quote unquote love to rage. Um, difficulty knowing fantasy and reality. Wow. Sense of self-entitlement. <laughs> Unable to cope with rejection. Dependent on others for their own self-worth. Worth. Worth. <laughs> self Self-worth. Oh my God, I can't say that. Um, Views problems as someone else's fault. Narcissists. A lot of these are narcissists. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I was looking up the different kinds of stalkers. Okay. And there's different variations. Usually it goes from five to seven. Okay. The majority is seven. Could be a little more depending on how you want to categorize things. Um, So the rejected stalker or domestic stalker is um, a, a stock. This kind of a stalker is rejected by a person they wanted a relationship with or experienced a breakup. With. Um, they can look to salvage the relationship or just be close to the victim or just want to be close to the victim or angry and want revenge. Yeah. Okay. So the next kind of stalker is the predatory stalker or the lust stalker, which is the ones most people think about. Right. Um, Often sexually obsessed or have deviant sexual fantasies. Um, Usually these kind are males, but not all the time. Victims are usually women who are strangers, but the stalker has sexual interests. Ew. So it can be from like in you. He just sees them and then he starts following them because he's like, hey, I want a banger. Right. You know, something like that. Um, and this can start with voyeurism. Like Ted Bundy and many Ew. others. Mm-hmm. It always starts with voyeur, being a voyeur. Um, and then it can lead to sexual assault. Like Ted Bundy. Right. Fucking Ted Bundy. Um, so there's that kind. Which I would say that kind's one of the more dangerous. Right. Well, I heard a quote that said stalking is the gateway to murder. It's true. One hundred percent. Like that's how most of them find their victims. Yes. Because you have to find their patterns. Yep. Which we'll go into yeah. on what to do if you come across or think you're being stalked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it's the gateway drug. It is. <laughs> to, the gateway drug to murder. To murder. Or violence. Or violence, yep. So the next kind of stalker is the incompetent suitor. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> That'd be a great band name. Mm-hmm. The I... incompetent suitor? <laughs> That's a good band name. Yes, I, I concur. <laughs> T- typically, this kind of a stalker is incompetent at relationships they're lonely and target strangers or casual acquaintances. Ooh. Um, so not anyone close usually. It's usually more 
random. Not necessarily oh, okay. random, but, you know, there's the strangers or someone they kind of know, but not fully. Okay. Um, they assume they can convince the object of their desire to date them. Often seem blind or indifferent to the suffering they inflict upon the victim. And usually they have poor social skills. So they're mm. just forcing themselves upon these yeah. people. Like, you will love me. Right. The next one is the resentful stalker. They become stalkers because they feel like they've been mistreated in some way. Mm. Usually have a form of mental illness, experience feelings of paranoia or persecution. Mm. Can be self-righteous and self-pitying. I've been stalked by this before. (laughs) Stalking victim can be... Or stalking a victim can be a way to get revenge for their perceived mistreatment. Mm-hmm. Stalking gives them a feel of power over the victim. Wow. The next one, intimacy seeker. Now this, I feel like, is this the most common? Um, I would say probably the rejected. Okay. One and the intimacy, probably. Yeah. I don't, they're all kind of like the same, but slightly they different. They intertwine. For things. Yeah, they intertwine a whole bunch. Yeah. So the intimacy seeker. Yeah. Often mentally ill, this type of stalker believes the victim will love or learn to love them. Oh my. Uh, they can have a delusional belief that the victim already loves them. Usually goes for celebrities or public figures. So a lot of, but it's not always that, but the most common ones are for the celebrity ones is the, the intimacy seeker. I know that the guy that, uh, stopped Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. tried to bash her door in with a shovel. A shovel? He could have just drove a car into there. There's many better things he could have used than a shovel. Well, let's not give him ideas. Well, he's in prison. It's fine. I don't know. I Listen, didn't look into it. As I you and thought... I both know, stalkers are oh not oftentimes, uh, really, they don't get... Oh, no. They keep coming back. Yeah. They they do not go <laughs> it's away. It's not if, it's when. It's when they come back, yeah. <laughs> it's true. So another kind is the political stalker. This one's motivated by political beliefs um, and end up stalking people who either agree or disagree with their own political beliefs. It's no. like that guy that uh, went in and and bashed that poor uh, Mr. Pelosi. When you know about that, mm, I don't know if I do. Nancy Pelosi, who was the Speaker of the House, she, her husband was um, th- someone went in for political reasons, stalking them, and he hit him over the head repeatedly with a hammer. Ooh. And he was very critically ill, but he wow. li- he survived. That's amazing. But that's an example of a political stalking. There you go. And those you don't hear of as much. Yeah. That was all of the news. I don't watch news. No, but I'm just saying like the political stalkers right. you don't hear as much of as like the celebrity stalkers. Right. Or the vengeful and stalkers. I'm sure that they happen all the time. Oh yeah, you just but don't it's just not hear like that. The news that people like they're not. It's just sad that you hear mostly about the famous people yeah. when it doesn't matter. Like 
no matter who it is. Yeah. He can be stalked. Absolutely. So next one, Hitman. Oh. <laughs> They're the most dangerous kind. Yeah. If, if they come across you, you're going to be dead. Yeah. You dead. <laughs> yeah. I thought that, I didn't think of, like, including that in there, but I'm like, it was all over. I'm like, I guess. I Hitman. mean, technically, they do have to stalk their victim to find the routines, the best way to kill them and win and or it, hurt them. Like it does I know that they that it's real. Yeah. But it's hard to, like you don't think about that. It's like a As movie a stock, thing. Yeah. Exactly. But it happens. <laughs> it happens. So there's that. And then there's more honorable mentions which kind of bleed into any of these categories, but you have, you know, the cyber stalking. Oh yeah. But that could be for any of these reasons. So they could be any of these kind of stalkers. So that's why it's not in its own category mm-hmm. because it kind of just can be any of them. Yeah. And then you have um, the the love scorn. These ones are usually women. Okay. Who knows the victim and wants intimate relationships. So again, that kind of goes in with the intimacy seeker mm-hmm. and the suitor and, you know, any of these really. Yeah. So that's why it's an honorable mention. Right. So those are the types of stalkers. Mm-hmm. So here's what you can do if you come across one. Okay. In your everyday life. <laughs> if or if you yourself feel you are being stalked. Absolutely. Here are some tips and tricks. <laughs> tricks. I don't know that I'd say it Stand like that. Stand on your it. head. <laughs> and hope it's a full moon on a Wednesday. That's the first thing. Very first thing. Which is kind of rare, so that's why they created more. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, be firm and let the person know you are unwilling to continue contact. Then, you must quit responding and avoid encouraging their behavior. So, you actually gotta stop talking to them. You can't just say, oh, it'll blow over, but then you answer them. Yeah. Or whatnot, because I made that mistake. I have also made that mistake in my past, so. Yeah. So now you know. Yeah, because you give them that hope, that reassurance, uh even if it's just one time. It, you don't even, and in my story of my own personal thing, like, there was one point I didn't even talk. It was an accident, Mm -hmm. and it spawned a whole other segment of stalk me. (laughs) So, yeah. Next one. Um, don't worry if you're hurting their feelings when you end the contact. You're just setting your boundaries. Yeah. Which everyone has boundaries. And if you're not feeling comfortable, you need to set your boundaries. Yes. Uh, be mindful of what personal info you post online and what you let your friends tag you in because they can find you. Yes. Certain ways. And I mean, it's more publicized now, but before a lot of people were like, I don't know how they're finding me. <laughs> well, right. nowadays it's really easy to find someone. So, you know, be careful oh, what you post about yourself. Definitely have your things on private. Yes. I think all my accounts, except for my Instagram, are pe- private. Yeah, you. I would definitely make sure that your location is turned oh, off on all of those things. Yeah, that's that's my next one, actually. Yep. Is okay. Don't allow apps to show your location. Yes. Um, keep your car and home locked at all times. Make sure your roommate also locks things at all times. Yes. Because that can lead for scary situations. Well, and if just looking at Family, the... Family, roommate, everyone needs a lock. 
looking at the Idaho 4 investigation, uh-huh. you know, that the alleged killer was stalking them for several months before. Mm. And they, you know, like in a college town, they oftentimes left their... Yeah, because it was a party house and people were in and out. They'd leave their doors unlocked. So be careful. Keep everything locked. Um, Alternate driving routes and habits. Don't maintain a predictable routine. Be it jogging, going places, like if you do it routinely like work or driving to the gym or whatever mix it up go different routes different times good good advice don't keep routines because they'll pick up on that and it'll be used against you that's how most of these killers they sit and they stalk so they can get the routine so they know the best time to to attack that is good very good advice that i need to take because i do pretty much do the same yeah and it doesn't have to be all the time it can just be like once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. 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 It's not like every day you have to find a new route, but just you mix it up. And leave mind- a little earlier sometimes. Yeah. Like be mindful of your surroundings. Absolutely. That's the problem with a lot of people. I mean, we all get so invested in our own worlds and mm-hmm. ourselves that unless you go through shit kind of like me where I try and map things out for outs mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like you're not aware of your environment so it could be just like the stalker in you who just wears a hat and is literally three feet away from the person (laughs) and you have no idea and sadly that's that's accurate yeah most people don't even realize me i'd be like the fuck are you doing yeah like some of the people in the later seasons right but it's like how do you not see him well just wearing a blue hat you know him how you know, and I'm like when I'm at work, I'm so in the zone and mm-hmm. and focusing on my client that like I wouldn't know if a naked person was running down the hall it at the salons because I'm so focused and like so many times uh some one of my coworkers will come in and be like, Didn't you see that person that walked by fifteen times or you know, stuff like that and I, I really don't. I've sat I'm there and invested. stared at you doing stupid shit and it's taken you forever to I know me. because I'm focused on uh-huh. what I'm doing in front of me and I don't I I I either am insanely distracted or I'm hyper focused. ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just take a little time every once in a while to just map out and Yes. Notice things. Yes. Let's see. Um, don't say you are going to contact the police unless you actually plan on it. Um, not doing what you say will let them know you don't mean what you say. So that you can, like, if you don't do that and then you're like, don't talk to me in order to want to talk to you. But then you talk to them again. It's just proving that they have power over you. Yeah. It's like people, empty threats with your kids. Like, absolutely, I, you'll never be able to go to watch that show again if you don't put your toys away and then you let them watch the show like Uh it's the same thing people it's the same habits it's the same type of thing just in an adult version (laughs) exactly um keep cool stay firm and remain calm to avoid feeding into the stalker's need to control or create an emotional response from you yeah much like bullies i can think of some an old job i had when I didn't fuel the fire and didn't react, yep. they had to pick on someone else. So it's 
I mean, they're just being bullies anyways. So, yes, absolutely. You know, yeah. The biggest way to say fuck you is to pretend like they don't exist and they don't get to you, no yeah. matter how much they get to you. Yes. Because don't fuck feed them. it. Don't feed it. Uh, keep a record of everything. And this one's important. This is kind of what we brushed on earlier. Yeah. Absolutely keep a record of everything, including yep. time, date, and details on what happened and how you felt. Yes. And it's very important on how you felt. And I'll get into that. Um, keep any of the messages, be it DMs, uh, social media comments, or DMs on the social media, voicemails, phone call logs. Um, how many calls, times, any voicemails they leave, any emails, any letters, anything. Or if, even if they drive by, try and take pictures, document it, try and timestamp it and date it however you can. Document everything. If you can, note the vehicle registration numbers. Yes. Because like, that's only going to help. Um, any information you can have on a person that you think is stalking is better because you're going to need to build up a giant ass file yes. of everything they do for the police to do anything. And it's sad, but also they need that because some people are just crazy and think they're being stalked when they're not. Cause they're just paranoid. So I can see where there's this fine line. Yeah. But you, you need proof. Exactly. And some of the hardest stalking to prove is, um, in person stalking, but with the cell cameras phones and cameras and, now that are around, mm -hmm. it's getting better. But yeah. like, it is harder to prove. So absolutely, um, you want to make sure that you document. Mm -hmm. And now we're gonna get into um, so like, even get it like a notebook or something too, so you can like write down any like the personal things that, like in person things and whatnot, and how you feel and stuff because. The law will focus on whether or not the actions cause you to feel like significant harm or distress or fear of violence. Yeah. So if you can state at this time, the state, what they did, how it made you feel, and you keep doing that, then that will show a pattern of fear or any of that stuff. So you can use that against that. And then the next one, they said report stalkers. So here's, here's the thing on that, though. How many times have stalkers been reported and police haven't even documented it? Right. It is good in theory to document a stalker and report them. But a lot of the times it goes undocumented. Like, it's just not documented. Sometimes it is, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. That's why I never did, because I'm like, <laughs> this is... And it's sad. The system's fucked and I was like... Until it gets worse, they're just going to say there's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah. the There are people advocating for stalking yeah. victims. Yeah. But you are more likely to get more done if you can try and get a protective order. Mm -hmm. It's And you have to have evidence for that, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. But if you, if you can do it, you yeah. know. But it's worth trying, even though it's upsetting. Don't but be again, me. Don't be me and give I, up on but it. But I also understand that because mm -hmm. I have, I mean, in a different circumstance, I've gone with a friend to the police about something that happened to her. And it was very, 
brushed off and like we'll get to it when we get to it and then when they did they brushed it off so it is hard because the system is very broken mm-hmm. but if you can have people advocate for advocate for you um there are there are um help especially vi- nowadays and there's help. so many more resources yeah there are resources that just look online mm-hmm. and for your state and there are like advocacy groups that will help you gather that evidence yeah also you should like tell your friends and family keep them in the loop yes and don't be embarrassed because it happens to so many people that men and women on average 3.6 million people are stalked every year in the united states Mm -hmm. alone so you're not alone so, nearly one in three women and one in six men have experienced stalking yep. at some point. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I just asked my friend just kind of quickly when I was texting him just barely, like, have you been stalked before? And he said, yeah, there were girls in high school that would follow me home. And that stalks. I mean, crazy. oh, totally. I remember following <laughs> boys home like a psychopath. Like it's not okay. I never did. <laughs> I didn't follow them home, but we'd find out where they lived and drive by, and that's crazy. But like you think it's harmless, but it's not. It's very uncomfortable for the person. Absolutely. Like it's it's freaking crazy. Yes. And even sty- Stiber, that's cyber stalking. Mm-hmm. Stiber. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so examples of cyber stalking could be posting rude, offensive, or suggestive comments on social media or in digital forums. I've had that. Mm-hmm. There was uh, one time with my friends, the Mistresses of Mayhem, we were doing a collab. So um, I was, for a whole month of December, I was a guest co-host on their metal mm-hmm. Um, show and we got myself and I think at least one other got a message from this one guy and he was just like very suggestive on our looks Mm. (laughs) yeah it was creepy Um, following the victim online by joining groups communities etc that they are um, a part of Sending, controlling, threatening, or lewd emails, chats, etc. Threatening to blackmail the target through digital means. Threatening to publish naked photos. um, Commenting, liking, or sharing posts of the victim. Creating fake accounts to follow the victim online. Breaking the victim's online accounts. Breaking into the victim's online account. I was like, Just wait. <laughs> Judo chop. Bam. Yep. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, tracking the victim's online movements via software. Mm-hmm. You know, like GPS tracking. All yes. That shit. Like, there's so many things. Like, oh, so yeah. cyber stalking is just as bad. And a lot of times, nowadays, um, it goes hand in hand with any of these stockings, which is why it was just like a sub thing. Because it's included in any of them. Like, but in, it's so easy to find everyone's information these days. And what's interesting is that in 1998, Bill Clinton did sign in to law a bill against cyberbullying and cyber stalking that made it a federal offense. 
Which is cool. Yeah. Because that was really before it got so bad, you know? Yeah. But that it is a federal offense to cyberbully someone. Or stalk them. Yeah, yeah, stalking. As of 1998, so. So there are a few things. Yeah. Okay, do you have some laws and shit you'd like to cover? There's not much. So I'll just be, it's super quick, because. You'll be in and out like a demon's whisper. Yes. So, because I, <laughs> I know feel, there's not much, and it's really sad. <laughs> no. So, because you covered a lot of it that include like, so in the laws and the stalking and everything, it there are those different classifications, which then varies whether it's a class A misdemeanor or a third degree felony. So, what is so insane to me is that for Utah. Some types of stockings can be a class A misdemeanor, which is a year in jail and $2,500 in a fine with the maximum in Utah for stocking being five years in jail and a $5,000 fine. Here is a, so, and it depends on state to state, right? Mm -hmm. So just by comparison in Chicago, stocking is across the board a felony with up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. Look at the difference between Utah stocking and, and Illinois stocking. It is so different. Why on earth is this not an across the board thing that it should be at least five years? The trauma it causes to someone and $2,500, a measly $2,500 for making someone's life a living hell. Are you kidding me? And they don't even get compensated for it. The victim. No. And so an interesting story. There was a woman that was stalked by her in the 90s, like 80s and 90s. It She was stalked by a high school friend. And he stalked her for 10 years until finally, 10 years into it, after she had reported him several times... He served three months in jail here, a year here, two months there. Um, He finally broke into her home and held her at knife point. And for some reason, let her answer the phone to her mother. I know this story. Yeah. So let her answer the phone, which she, she was able to signal to her mom just by responding odd to her mom which her mom would know so her mom called the police the police surrounded the place and they were able to catch the guy who is now in jail for a whole lot longer because of all the offenses and the attempted murder charge and kidnapping charge and what is so bizarre and so insane to me that it was not until that case in 1997 that stalking was ever made a crime Mm -hmm. it was not considered a felony or a federal offense until that story. 1997. It was not classified as a crime. That blows my mind because that is not that long ago. Yeah. It's, and yeah. all the celebrities, like there was that one um, child celebrity. Mm-hmm. Well, she grew up, but um, she started as a, I can't remember her name, but she started as a, um, in, as a child actor in some uh-huh. show. And this guy became obsessed with her while she got older, went to a different show and was doing more adult roles. And it wasn't how he 
wanted to perceive her in his head. Mm-hmm. He still wanted her to be this innocent, sweet thing. And he, you know, fell into the whole, she's in love with me. She just needs to, like, meet me and blah, blah, blah. Well, he showed up at her house and shot her in the head. Like, she answered the door because she was ex- waiting for her script to get there because they were supposed to deliver to a script. I can't remember if it was a movie or a TV show. Mm-hmm. But she's expecting the script. That, oh, that's cat. That that scared me yeah. <laughs> that day. But um, when she answered, it was not, Hi, Neil's pa. <laughs> Night of the living kitty. <laughs> I was just like, That's cute. <laughs> but... Yeah, and he shot her. And there's so many others, like Selena got yeah. shot by her fan club president, Yolanda. Versace. Yolanda. Versace. Yeah, that's a crazy one, too. Just so many. So freaking many. Yeah. And, like, how many laws now? Yeah. It's getting better, but not fast but enough. N- not fast enough and not harsh enough laws to deter anyone. Yeah, and I... It was last year, I can't remember what episode, but I talked about one of the politicians here yeah. that was changing, wanting to change the law so it would be more protective of the stalker than the right. stalky. Yeah. It's <sighs> disgusting. It's ridiculous. It's like, well, then yeah. maybe you need to get stalked. Yeah. But, so we just need to really advocate for ourselves mm-hmm. and help each other and, you know problem is is that less than a third of the states in the united states have anti-stalking laws yep so really it's an uphill battle but it's important that we really pay attention and help move these things along Absolutely. no matter what state you live in yep. or in your own country yeah because it is it's everywhere it's everywhere just like i said 3.6 million on average are being stalked in the United States mm-hmm. at any given time. So, like, it's a serious problem. And I was like, doc- who knows the, all the ones that aren't documented? Exactly. Like my, yeah. I never, never spoke up about any of the few stalking situations I have had. So, what happened to you? So, the one I will cover. Yeah. <laughs> because I think it's safe, probably... He doesn't know I have a podcast because it was before I started the podcast. Oh, okay. If he does happen to find it, yeah, this is all you. Yeah. We're going to um, dub him the New Yorker. Okay. <laughs> East Coast men love me for some reason. <laughs> Probably because I'm a loudmouth asshole. <laughs> go figure. You yeah. find something from home. Here there you go. <laughs> so, we met online through a dating app. I... I can't remember how soon I was out of the relationship, but it was pretty early on after I was out of my last relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, so I met him. He seemed pretty cool. I thought he was cute. He mm-hmm. didn't really have hair, which that was kind of weird for me, but <laughs> I was trying to look past that. Okay. <laughs> like he could have hair. He just had it like really short and okay. bald a lot of the time. Um, anywho. So, uh, we were getting along pretty good. So, I'm like, all right, we can video chat. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good way to make sure you're not being catfished for one. And, you know, you can kind of fill things out a little better without actually having to meet them. Especially because it was during the pandemic, too. Yeah. Pandemic dating. My God. I mean, we're still feeling it, but not like how we were. Right. Because it's not over yet. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not. 
So we video chatted and it was like quite a while. I hate talking on the phone, but it was a few hours, which was a long time for me. I kept having to switch my hands. Mm -hmm. That's why I hate talking on the phone. Right. And then you have video chat, so you have to be worried about where your camera is. It's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. So we mostly talked about bands because we were both into like rock music and shit. So um, then he just kept fixating on, he's just, and I thought it was cute at first until he kept saying it, but he's like, you're just so cute. And he said it in his New Yorker accent. Mm -hmm. Come on, all ladies, we're suckers for accents. I don't know about that one, but okay. (laughs) I mean, but overall, yes, yes. (laughs) I like, I don't care. Hey, I'm from New York. (laughs) I really don't and know he, how to do it. It was really cute, though, how he'd say it, because yeah. he's like, you're so cute. And you're like, aw. Yeah. Especially when you're out of a breakup, you want to hear all of the things. Right. <laughs> Lie it's to true. me and tell me I'm the most beautiful woman in the world. I don't care. I just need to hear it. Right. Especially <laughs> after a breakup. Yes. Absolutely. So, so we kept fixating on that, and then we just interweave. Like, conversation was pretty mellow. And because I like music so much, we mostly just talk about music and a little bit about our lives. Nothing too major. Mm-hmm. Didn't divulge any information that would damn me later or anything. It was very innocent. Yeah. We were on the phone for a very long time. And then I was like, I'm tired. I need to go to bed. Like, oh, yeah. We were also talking about comics and shit. Nerdy shit. Okay. You know, very basic. Very yeah. me. Yeah. Um, And so... Then, like, after that phone call, like, we were texting still and do phone calls. No more video chats, but a few more phone calls. Okay. And um, he still kept bringing it. He would bring up the first, the video chat call. Like, kept bringing it up. How long into it is is this at this point? So, let's see. When we video chatted, I was talking to him for maybe, like, a week through the dating app. Okay. I don't even remember what dating app it was. So then um, we did that. And then he, we didn't talk on the phone all the time because I hate talking on the phone. Mm -hmm. So I want to say maybe it was close to a week where we did another phone call, but it wasn't quite as long. Because he was trying to get to set up to get me to go on a date with him. Wait, does he live in New York yeah. or he's just from no, New York? No, he's from New York. But he's living here. here. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Missed that. So, um, he kept bringing up on these, like, phone calls and texts and stuff about how great that video chat was and how we just listed all the bands A through Z and we were on the phone for so long and, and how cute I was. And he still would just bring up just how cute I am. Like, he couldn't get over it. He obsessed over the video chat phone call and how cute I was. And that's basically all we can it. And then some some of the other like comics and stuff that we would talk about mm-hmm. and a few movies, but it was mostly that. And he just kept fixating on it. And I hate talking on the phone anyway. So I was just like, I can't anymore. If this is all he's going to talk about and nothing new. It's annoying like, as hell. Like I can't. Then one of them, he talked about how he had some sexual dreams about me. Oh wow! And he just brought it up. Like we weren't even he hadn't talking met about you anything. yet. No, we hadn't met. Very yet. bizarre. Yes. Um. <laughs> so I was like, okay, and like because he knows I like Harley Quinn from Batman. Yeah. Um. He brought up how 
this one, his favorite naughty dream was I was dressed like Harley Quinn. And then he um, was talking about what oh, he wanted to do to me. So <laughs> he's like, like making up dreams. Yes. But well, I'm sure it could have been a dream, but fantasizing and he's fantasizing. Going. But and then he bought me a Christmas gift. Okay. And we still hadn't met yet because I was like, at first I was like, yeah, okay, I'll meet him, you know, after I get used to him a little bit because the girls got to be cautious these days. Regardless what the man's going to tell you, like, right. no girls, we need to be cautious in these days and age. So I was like talking to him, seeing, filling out to see if I felt comfortable, but then he kept like fixating. And all this time it had been like a few weeks now, two, three weeks from that phone call, and he still kept fixating on that video chat and just how cute I was and hmm. would not stop talking about. So basically just repeating himself over and over. And then he had little things in like that and like sexual stuff, Ugh. like what he'd want to do. Right. And then he got me a Christmas present. And at that point I'm like, I don't want to meet him. <laughs> and he, <laughs> you'd never met and he bought you a Christmas. He present. bought me. A, yeah. Okay. Um, and then he has a kid and he was, just kept telling his kid about me and how he like no. told his kid about me. We hadn't even met yet still. Mm. And like he showed his kid my picture and just all the stuff. It's like, dude, we haven't met yet. Why are you even bringing your kid into it? Yeah. You want a stable thing before you bring your kid in. Right. <laughs> we hadn't even met yet. <laughs> Inappropriate. Yeah. And then again, he fixate more on just, you're just so cute. You're just so cute all he would say at that point i'm like can you say something else yeah <laughs> that's like too much right um um and he yeah he would just talk about my looks never ask me about anything else um except for one time when we were talking about food because i was talking about how i was making some homemade soup okay okay if you know me i'm not really a soup fan just but once in a you blue make moon. amazing soup <gasps> yeah once in a blue moon, mm -hmm. I want some soup. I'll have some soup, but it's very rare. Yeah. So I had mentioned that. He took my soup comment and went crazy with it. Oh, no. And he added that into his obsessive loop. What? <laughs> soup? You like soup? I like soup, too. What kind of soup do you like? When you come over to my house, I can make you soup and we can just eat soup. I love soup. It's my favorite. Oh, my. I'm not even exaggerating. This is how it went. And I was just like, oh, I only like soup every once in a while. He didn't hear that part. He just heard me say soup. And then oh, it, my gosh. And not even a certain kind of soup. It's just soup. Just, just... It's something to connect with you on. Exactly. Um. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, wanting to meet up this whole buildup when he kept asking me. Like, you know, to meet up with him. I was like, yeah, we could, like, meet for coffee or some, go out to dinner in a public place. And I kept saying, I feel comfortable in a public place. And he kept wanting me to go to his apartment. No. Or him coming here. No. And I was like, no, I don't know. I feel more comfortable if we meet in public first and then we can go from there. Yes. And I kept telling him that. He didn't get that through his head because he wanted me to his apartment. So he would just constantly just bring that up and i'm like no you're not listening which right. is why another reason why i was like okay I'm, I'm not gonna meet him right and he was just starting to come on way too strong so then he talks more about me meeting me um 
getting even more sexual, like, trying to talk more sexual things. And he's like, he would do anything to me that he'd want. Like, he doesn't Ew. have any limits. Like, he'll do whatever if he wants. If I want him to eat my butthole, he will eat my butthole. Oh, my hell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. I was like, that's cool. But, mm. you know, we haven't even met yet. Yeah. That's not even. Yeah. I'm not looking for a booty call. Dude. It's <laughs> like, no. So then he was telling me um, about how he was talking to his dad about me. I was like, again, we have not met. We'd only talked on the phone a few times. We text a lot because I prefer to text. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he was telling his dad how I might be the... And then he was telling me what he was telling his dad. That I might be the one. Um, and that I'm perfect for him. And, you know, he would do anything to please me. Um, And he's like... He was telling me that. And then he's like... And my dad said that um, I should just stop. And that... uh, you We don't know each other. And he's like... yeah. But we're meant for each other. Blah, oh my blah, blah. gosh. Listen to your dad, buddy. That's what I was saying. I was like, um, red flag, buddy. Uh, listen to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have not met yet. And I was like, but we haven't even met yet. How do you know I'm the one? Like, we haven't even met. And then you just bring back up the phone call, <laughs> which still makes absolutely no sense. At this point, it's been how long since the I would phone say... call? Months? No. It was like... Maybe three, four weeks tops. So maybe a month tops. But wow. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's just like, why are you not listening to your dad? Yeah. So I was like, okay, at that point. That's when I was like, you're coming on too strong. And I've told him that a few times, but I was like, he yeah. wasn't getting that he was coming on too strong. And I was like, okay. And at that time. It was still pretty fresh with my dad's death, you know, yeah. especially during the holidays when it happened. So I was like, I can't deal with these things right now. I'm like, this isn't going to work. Mm-mm. Like, no, just no more. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense. <laughs> so he backed off. Okay. For a little bit. Oh. And then he messaged me back in hopes that we could continue talking about that one video chat. <laughs> No. <laughs> so he wait. He really said that. No. no. Oh, but just but like he that always just brings that up, right? So like he backed off for a while. I can't remember how long, and then he started calling and messaging again, and I was like, "It's just no." Mm-mm. Like at that point, I was like doing what you shouldn't, and I was like just telling him like very few short answers is what I would give him. Just okay. like hello. I'm not doing well or I'm okay. You know, very short. Right. Nothing detailed. And then he kept pushing, meeting him, going to his apartment and bringing up the phone call, the video chat. Oh, good hell. And just that he... This guy. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) And then he, like, when I was, like, backing off more and more, then that's when he found me on Facebook. (gasps) Oh. He tried to message me on Facebook, but, you know, if you're not friends, like, it goes into some weird folder of uh-huh. people that are trying to talk to you. But since right. you're not friends, you don't automatically get that notification. Yeah. They found me on Instagram. 
But that one was public, like the Instagram one. But my Facebook one wasn't. Um, Emailed. (laughs) Left voicemails. How did you get your email? I got my email. I have no idea. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So he wasn't, like, listening to me. So then I was just like, okay, I gotta stop. (laughs) Yeah. So I stopped and I ignored him. And then that's when he started finding me on all the social media and oh my gosh and calling me more um he even called me because you know how you can call through messengers and stuff mm-hmm. call me through there too because i wasn't answering oh my gosh <laughs> and again he was texting and i wasn't replying to his text um <laughs> then there was one day that snack pack and i were walking through the jordan river trail and um i think what happened because it was Either in my pocket or my bag, I can't remember, but he had tried to message a while ago and I didn't reply. Okay. Well, it called him because it accidentally got bumped and it called him. And he had been on the phone, I want to say it was like five minutes and I didn't even know. And I had my music playing on my headphones because I had, you know, one headphone in. Right. (laughs) We were walking. (laughs) He had just been listening to our conversation the whole time. And you were talking about him? No, we weren't. Oh, okay. Luckily, we were just talking about random shit. Like, okay. So you could definitely tell it was like a butt call type thing. Yeah. And then I went to change the songs and I noticed so I just hung up. I didn't say anything to him. I just oh hung up. Oh my gosh. And then I was like, oh my God, snack pack. And then I told her and I was like, fuck. And yeah. he immediately called me back. I didn't answer. He oh left a message. <laughs> Which I kept all these voicemails and shit. Yeah. But... He was like, oh, you probably butt-dialed, but I want to see how you're doing. Are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. I still have your Christmas present I want to give to you. This is insane. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. And so, because for a while he had stopped messaging. And then because of that stupid butt-dial thing or whatever happened, but it called oh him. Oh, my gosh. It, like, just it reactivated him. It. Exactly. So that's why I said, like, you mm-hmm. don't even have to say anything. But something can happen yeah. to just get them going again, be it accidentally answering or accidentally calling. Yeah. Any of that. And not even saying anything, they're still going to think that there's hope because it's like, oh, she accidentally called. Maybe she'll say a sorry. And then I have my foot in the door to, like, see yeah. how she's doing and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, no. And um, so... Yeah, so he started leaving more voicemails, and some of the texts and the the DMs and whatnot, he was like, I really want to give you your Christmas present. Like, we don't even have to talk after. I can just drop it off. Oh, yeah, let me tell you where I live. <laughs> or or he was even like, at one point, he was like, I can mail it so you don't even have to see me. I'm like, why the fuck would I give you my address? No. <laughs> and then they're dropping off, and then he's like, then it got to the point where it's like, we could just meet in public somewhere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you shouldn't just, have bought a freaking... That's what I'm saying. I'm like... Yeah. So I wonder, does he still have this Christmas present? Probably. He calls on my birthday. He didn't this last year. Like, this last birthday, he didn't call me and I was expecting it because months before that, he had said, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, great, now he's going to message me for my birthday, but he didn't. Wow. <laughs> so far. Yeah. And I have not heard from him since. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah. So like everyone kept telling me, you need to just block and delete everything. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know the laws more because I have been stalked before. Mm-hmm. Not to this point. Um, well, one of them was a little scarier, but it wasn't quite as persistent as mm-hmm. this one. But <laughs> it's like, no, you need evidence. Like, I'm not dumb. I watch true crime documentaries on right? stalkers. I know some of the laws. I like, I'm more into this than a lot of you. Yeah, you don't want to keep talking to them. But you also don't want to get rid of your evidence because then you're fucked. Yes. Because then if something does happen, I have no evidence to prove that this is prolonged. Because you have to prove, you you have to leave a trail so they know it's been long. Because if it's just one incident where you get hurt and that's it, they're only going to be in trouble for that. They're not going to be in trouble for all the long haul shit. Exactly. (laughs) And that is why it's important. Like, yeah, don't talk to them. But document, document, document. document. Like, any way you can. Yep, absolutely. Any way at all. Also, like, if you think you're being stalked, tell your work. Because what I did, because for a while when he kept messaging and stuff, like, after I butt dialed, he was not getting the hint. I was getting worried. I was getting worried he would find where I live. I was worried he'd find where I work. So I told the people at work to look out for this New Yorker guy and I explained what he looked like and his name. I told, like, I took a screenshot of his name on Facebook Messenger. So, like, if anything happened and I sent it and I was like, here is information. Here is his phone number. If anything happens to me. Oh, my gosh. Right. It's this. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably him. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. But, yeah. So, part of me every once in a while is still worried that I might hear from them again. Because they can do that, too, where they can go dormant. And then... And then just pop back into your life. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to be so careful. uh Uh-huh. So, (laughs) who knows what will happen. And if he finds this, it might ignite a whole other thing again. Oh, I hope not. I hope hope not, too, because he didn't know I started a podcast. Yeah. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. That's just one of my stalkers. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So that's enough of the the stalking. Yes. So to like, since we've gone over a heavy topic, absolutely, we're gonna do a heavy game. (laughs) But it's a funny heavy. Yes, we did this game. Well, a few times. Cure anti pants made up this game. I am the guesser. (laughs) She is the one that is going to make me guess. Mm-hmm. We've got the one and only Kira approved <laughs> <laughs> serial killer dating game. Dun, 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 dun. Wait. <laughs> the That's dating the game. Serial killer edition. Serial killer. Yep. You heard. All right. Okay. So we've did this two other times. Once was for the fashionably late valentine's episode from last year yes and then the other one we did when we did the dating apps horror stories okay we did a two two serial killer editions so this is the third edition yes it of is. the dating game serial killer yep all right you got your paper i've got my paper we got three rounds you have 
four bachelors. Oh, I do. Just four. Hey. <laughs> oh, hold it. Hold it. All right. Okay. Okay. Round one. Oh, no. <laughs> this, they must describe the perfect date. All right. All right. Num bachelor number one. Uh, yes. Um, the perfect date would be a night out at Times Square, grab some drinks and end up and end the evening in a motel to get a little artsy and kinky. Okay. He's straight to the point. Yep. Bachelor number two. Okay. Um, pick you up, go grab some Taco Bell, go for a scenic drive. While um, he plays the best jams on his playlist. If you play your cards right, um, you two can end up with a little bump and grind. Oh. <laughs> okay. Very classy, that one. Yep. Bachelor number three. Yes. Uh, have a nice picnic in the mountains. Bring your dog. Play a little, like, he'll even feed your dog. Play fetch with him. But we all know Simba won't play fetch, nope. really. But, you know, he'll try. Yes, he will. Because he wants to make a good impression on you. <laughs> uh, and then watch the sunset. And then perhaps he'll end the evening inside of you. Oh, really? <laughs> and then number four is a bachelorette. Oh. So we're throwing a little sideball your way. Wow. <laughs> So, bachelorette number four. Yes. Um, go to the most extravagant party with the most beautiful people, the best food, and the best entertainment. Um, perhaps you two will end up in a seductive bath while gossiping about certain people. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So pick your your number one. Ooh, okay. So I would say that the winner for this round is number four. Bachelorette number four. All right. Okay. Round two. Okay. Um, they have to describe themselves to you. Okay. So bachelor number one. Yes. Is kind of a nerd who works on computers but he has a naughty side. Ooh. He's artistic and passionate. Interesting. Bachelor number two. Yes. Hardworking, fun, and loves music. Um, also, he's great with his hands. Oh. Which they usually say that. Yep. <laughs> Bachelor number three. Yes. Um, he's shy, mellow. California guy. Oh. Um, he loves to find the beauty in nature and comes from a famous family, but he doesn't let that get to his head. Oh. Bachelorette mm. number four. Okay. Um, is a Hungarian Leo who loves all the things that are beautiful. Also, she's a rich bitch with a weakness for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like you, dude. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So who who do you choose from round Once two? Once again, I'm going to say 
Round two goes to Bachelorette. <laughs> Marsh is I'm inside. Listen, she's got expensive taste and she, she likes, likes to gossip about the entertainment <laughs> and uh, she has a uh, spot for dogs. So I was wondering if you'd pick her because as I'm you writing this, I was like, no. she definitely will probably yep. pick her for at least one of these rounds. Yes. Round number three. Yes. Why should you pick that person? Okay. So bachelor number one, hands down, you'll be heads, you'll be heads over how I make you and your nips feel. Oh, <laughs> very to the point again. <laughs> bachelor number two, because you want to find out why they call him Bad Henry Winky Face. <laughs> Okay. Now, if you know all your serial killers, I am giving big hints in all of these things. But these ones aren't as known as some in the other yeah. round, um, ones I'm we've stumped, done. I'm man. So, number three. Okay. Um, bachelor number three, I should say. He will help you um, stay calm and serene when life gets crazy. You two can escape to the mountains or go to a nudist colony. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Bachelorette number four. Um, just because she's a woman, don't let that stop you. She wants to bathe in your beauty and shower you in gifts. Oh, my gosh. I want her still. <laughs> so... Who do you choose? I'm choosing, choosing her all around. She's just killing it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. So now that you have picked yours, before I disclose who Bachelorette number four is, do you have guesses as to who is what? I, I literally don't think I do. Is, um, okay. Is. I'm sure you've heard at least one of them actually has a Netflix doc. It's either Netflix or Hulu documentary. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Two, actually. So, is two BTK? No. Hmm. I almost did BTK, but I'm like, that's too predictable. I needed to throw a curveball your way. Bad Henry, though. Henry. Sometimes he can be a good Henry. Sometimes he can be a bad Henry. And he likes Taco Bell. Taco Bell? Well, not necessarily he likes, but he wants to take you to Taco Bell. It'll make hmm. sense when I reveal it if okay. you have no guesses. The Times Square artsy. Nerd, computer, naughty, passionate. Um, oh, dude, I am at a loss Am I going to be like, oh, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, the Times Square. Is it? Uh, um, I don't, I can't, I'm not, I don't know. Any guesses for any of the others? Oh, uh, let's see. <sighs> Ted Bundy for three? Nope. We did Ted Bundy on the we first did, one. did, yeah. And you guessed him like right away. I did. Um, <laughs> nudist. That's the thing that I'm like. 
I had I to throw that in there because that's a kicker. That one's like, I know, I know that. All think of all the things that I've said for him, and it will make sense if you can. Famous family. They're not like royalty or anything, but something happened in that family that made them famous. They were in the news quite a bit, so that's where the is it a Duggar? Thing. No. No, none of them murdered. No, that's They've true. just diddled each. Like, the son is um, just a terrible yeah. soul. I, I, it could just be tired. Te oh, okay. you'll, you'll know that number three for sure when I disclose it. Oh, damn I it. think. And I have no idea. Number four, like, you've heard of her. But she's not brought up all the time. Uh, it's she's not, like old school serial killer. Old it's not, um, it's not Eileen Warren no, either. No, it's think way older. Um, Bell something. No, no, uh, no. But I know who you're thinking of. Yeah, not her. Older than that. Really? Like she's the Black Widow? Old school. <laughs> Do you give up? Do you want mm -hmm. me to tell you? Yes. Okay. So Bachelor number one. Yes. Is Richard Cottingham, the torso killer, aka the Times Square killer. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. He the nipple thing, he yeah. bit off one of the victims' nipples. He decapitated heads and their hands for um ID purposes. That's why I said Hands Wasn't it in Central heads. Park? I can't remember. It was a few. He has quite okay. a few victims. But yeah, Times oh, Square. Okay. So like, that's why I was like, all those things. I was like, oh. And he would like place, like take cut off parts right. of them and place them in different spots. Yes. At one point he burned one of the bodies after he like arranged their body parts on the bed. What a psycho. He's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Number Kay. two. Yeah. This one. Could be definitely hit or miss because he's definitely a lot less known. Okay. Henry Lewis Wallace, the Taco Bell Strangler. I have no idea who that is. So, I can't remember how many victims he had, but he worked with all of these people at a Taco Bell. Oh, and really? He just Yeah, it was a bunch of um, females. Wait, and he killed all of them? Mm -hmm. And they all worked in Taco Bell with him wow. at one point or the other. That's how he knew them. Ugh. I think, or he might have been friends, but either way, they all were Taco Bell buddies at one point in one way or another, and that's how he got them. I want to oh, say there was at least crazy. four. And they were all like teenage girls and stuff. Yeah. Wow. So that one, I figured you wouldn't know, so I'm no. like, I could be super obvious about the Taco Bell. Right, yeah. And, and at one point, he used to be a DJ for a radio thing, oh. like when he was real young, so that's why I did the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah makes sense yeah um so number three okay yes have you heard of carrie stainer the yosemite killer no oh how did you not hear about this okay so i don't know and there's a documentary on him him and the times square killer that's what i'm like right two of them so carrie his brother actually when they were kids got kidnapped and there Whoa. was this big thing on the news forever. And I think it was he, his brother was in captivity for years. <gasps> and they 
I think he was a teenager when he finally came back. And there's a lot. It's an interesting documentary. And I can't remember which one it's on, but it's on either Hulu or Netflix. Wow. And um, you can see in a lot of like the news interviews and stuff of Carrie in the background just being kind of standoffish and shit. But yeah, they're really well known because of the brother being kidnapped for so long and then came back and then just as he's getting his life together he died in a car accident oh sad so then carrie carrie was still there but carrie was like always pushed aside wow um you know jan brady syndrome (laughs) pretty much is what carrie suffered and so he was always in the yosemite national um park and stuff because they live not too far from there wow and he I think it was a mom and two a, her daughter and a friend or something were at a motel that oh. was right in the the um national park yes and he worked there as a janitor i remember and, this story yeah, now you know yeah wow. uh, he decapitated one of the girls mm-hmm. and just was did awful things yeah but yeah brutalized yeah exactly so that's number three okay (laughs) and now my now for your crowning beauty yes my love elizabeth bothry the blood countess no idea no idea so this is what so she was nobility in um hungarian nobility oh wow so of course you know had to have the finest things she was supposed to be very beautiful and she's very vain and stuff. So what she would do is torture and kill her servants, the pretty ones, <gasps> and supposedly bathe in their blood. Oh, that's where all the baths and showers and Ew. beautiful stuff came from. Yeah, she'd do that because she wanted to stay beautiful and young. But whoa, a few years ago it came out that she might have been set up um, from um, other nobility and stuff, the males. Because they didn't want her to have any power because she's just a woman. So they would have lied? So Yeah, and so they're thinking that. that. But there's a lot of things, too, saying that she enjoyed torturing the help. Oh, <laughs> so, hell. So it's kind of like this. It's kind of interesting. There's a lot of different, like, um, documentaries and stuff talking about it on YouTube. Wow. Because I don't know of any on streaming, but on YouTube, I found quite a bit of different things on it. Wow, what was her name again? Um, Elizabeth Bathory. Okay. B A T H O R Y. Or you could even just put in the Blood Countess. <laughs> the Blood Countess K. Like I've known about her and in a scene in one of the Hostel movies. I think it was the second one. I don't like those movies. Or I'm not into torture porn. Right. But there's a part where this lady has one of the tourists like chicks hanging upside down Ugh. and the ladies in the bathtub and she like slips her throat and bathes in the blood. Oh! They got that from her. That is disgusting. Yeah. Cause supposedly like she would bathe in it and drink it, you know, to get their beauty Ugh. and stuff. So she'd pick off, allegedly pick off the prettiest of the servants so she could get that. You know, it's that weird yeah. thing. Same with like certain cannibals and stuff will eat certain things because they want to inherit that property yeah. of whoever they're eating. It's the same type of thing. Disgusting. But that's if she even did it. Wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, if it's, they set it's her a up. he said, she said thing. 
with the blood countess like if she really did it or not because there's a lot of again like we could do a whole episode on her alone because there's just so much he said she said because i think it's bullshit then i think the men set her up yeah that's what a lot of people are thinking now and the more that they have like evidence and more stuff like that because there's not as much evidence of her like victims names it just said it's servants that were prettier and stuff so Uh, yeah yeah. It's quite it kind of interesting. I would definitely like if you guys want something cool to check out, like go on YouTube, just look up the Blood Countess or Elizabeth Bathory, and okay. you there's all different kinds. There's like regular documentaries going over that, and then there's new ones where it's like, but did she do it? Right. And then they'll like point out reasons why they think that she, it was a setup and she was being framed pretty much for it. Wow. All these years. Yeah. Yeah. Framed. It was the medieval times, honestly. I can't remember how early on, but it was a long ass time ago. That's disturbing. Yeah. And back then, of course, it's very male-dominated. Worse than it is now. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Okay, well, I I am thinking that she was (laughs) set up because she sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) But she did live a very extravagant lifestyle. And it's kind of interesting just the history that Hungary was going through Mm. during her time there, which influenced a lot of the he said, she said shit, too. Wow. How, how, what years were it, was it? Do you remember? Let me look it up. Yeah. Like the, because, wow. I want to say the 1500s, but I could be wrong. Because I did a shit ton of research on everything. Yeah. (laughs) I bet. Let's see. The blood countess. Okay. So 1590. To 1610 is when her supposed reign of terror. Wow. Uh, Killed four of her servants and accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between that time period. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. So if she really did do that, she's like one of the most prolific serial killers ever. (laughs) How many do they suppose? So, at least four of her um, servants and um, was accused of hundreds of girls and women, like, torturing and killing. Hundreds of girls and women between that time period. Whoa. So, what, a 20-year period? That is crazy. Which, back then, it could be a lot easier than nowadays. Without the forensics exactly. and all that. Plus, if she was wealthy and mm-hmm. people just didn't mess with the wealthy. Yeah. And she could have even, like, if she did do it, she could have had help yeah. bring in the people. And there are so many things that it it's very possible if she did do it, how easy it would be to yeah. do that many people. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So it's nuts. Yep. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I thought I'd throw a curveball and I'm like, how many people here, like, sir... Where- You'd, like, know about her for certain things, but Mm -hmm. you don't really realize how fascinating it is. Yes. I'm very intrigued about her. So, yeah. You just, you want to bathe with Blood Countess. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to bathe with Blood Countess. We're going to be be in love. young and beautiful forever. It's so beautiful. (laughs) It's just so beautiful. 
Wow. Well, that was an exciting dating game, and I need to brush up on my serial killer knowledge. Oh, yeah, because the next round. Yep. I can't put all the easy to pick ones in. I know. I know, right? Maybe I'll have to do the next one. I will uh, let you. Okay. <laughs> Remember that, though, because you decided I'll have to do it because it's a lot of work. It is. It is. But I can do it. I think you can do it. I think I can. Besides, I did three of them now. I think I can arrange it. I just need to remember what you've done. Well, I can give you a list of the people I've done. Yeah, you (laughs) should do that. And then I will make up a dating game. All right. So. So. uh, Today is a special treat. Yep. And Miss Kira Antipants is going to do our playlist. The entire playlist. The entire playlist playlist because she found some pretty (laughs) on-point stellar choices i just couldn't stop i yeah. was like one more one yeah more. just one more one more one we more. ended up with how many 15 15 15 so she's doing enough for three and I of us stopped because i could have kept adding i'm excited about it so let's <laughs> hear it woman so number one going for the celebrity stalker yep stan by eminem oh yeah good one <laughs> very good call yes number two yes are you ready for this i'm ready Hello by Lionel Richie. <laughs> it's the creepiest video. So we watched this music video while she was finishing up researching here. Have you guys noticed that she's blind <laughs> and she's making like a face, like a sculpture? A sculpture <laughs> and he's like, hello, is it me you're looking for? She's blind. She she's can't be blind. looking. <laughs> But that's... she sees him in her mind's eye yeah, and but, sculpts his but Lionel, face. that's so mean. She can't see and you're like rubbing it in her face, literally. And you're literally like right behind her. She's walking with her blind He's stalking stick. her ass. Yeah. Yep. There's not even stalking, dude. He's just like, just he's creep. her shadow. Yeah. That's how close that's he is. true. Yep. And then he's like. Then in parts of the video, it's like, can she see? Yeah. Because it like, hides his face yeah. at one point. Yeah. And then, like, someone says her name and she turns in their direction like she's looking at that person. And at that point, I don't know if it's when she's blind or when she can see. I well, don't know. she can hear. Well, I know. But <laughs> why would you turn your head when you can't see anyways? You're well, just you'd like, hear the direction. Yeah. Well, you're just like, hey. But you turn to look. If you can't see, why would you still turn? Why wouldn't you? Because you don't need direction. to see it. You don't need to see it. But you got to hear it, right? Yeah, you can hear it. But you heard them say, hey, and then you turn. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Either way, he's rubbing it in her face as she's blind. <laughs> yes. And then he's stalking her after. That's just so messed up, Lionel, mm. but it's a good song. It's a good song. It's so bad. What's next on your list? <laughs> We're going to go with some dancing, because you totally know dancing. I totally know who um, that is. Stalker song. Mm. Like I, it? You actually know quite a few of these. I like it. Number four? Yep. Lana Del Rey. Oh. Serial killer. Yep. Sounds You at right. least know her. Yes, I do. <laughs> do you know the song? I don't think so. I figured that, but yep. at least you knew her. Yep. Um, Next one, Linka, You Will Be Mine. Hmm. Number six, Vast Pretty When You Cry. Because, <laughs> you know, you start crying after you're through the whole stalking ordeal. Yep. Um, 
Next one. Escape mm. the Fate. Gorgeous Nightmare. Totally know them. Crazy stalker song. Yep. <laughs> okay, this one you saw the video of. It's oh, good. It's a really, really funny song. The I really, really <laughs> love you. St- and it's like stalker. <laughs> it's a stalker. Um, by Third Coast Creative, Scott and Paul. It was beautiful. <laughs> yep. It was the funniest stalker song I have ever seen. I have to agree. Yep. <laughs> and the next one, I also played for you. Bust your kneecaps. Johnny, don't leave me. <laughs> By Pomplamoose. Pomplamoose. <laughs> it was a good one, too. Yep. Number 10, Murder Dolls, Bloodstained Valentine, because we had to throw a Valentine yes, song in there. it is our Valentine's episode. Number 11, mm-hmm. Melanie Martinez, Tag Your It, Crazy Stalker Song. Love it. Uh, number 12, Meg Myers, Monster. Number 13 is An Unhealthy Obsession featuring Gloom. I can't read what I wrote. Gloom Dark That's something. not the name, but Gloom is in it. <laughs> That's who they're... Yep. yep. Um, by Blake Robinson Synthetic Orchestra. I like it. Number 14, The yes. Hexen's Dirty Magic. And... The last one. Yes, indeed. You also know. Drum roll. Dun, 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 dun. You Spin Me Right Round by Jimmy yeah. Fallon and Paul Rudd. That's right. They redid it, baby. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was. Uh, you should look up the video of them doing it if you have not. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Balls. The hair. Yep. Speaking so, of beautiful... Who's our silver fox, Miss Thang? Ugh, my favorite actor. Favorite actor, really? It's true. I I think that's a beautiful thing. It's real weird because you wouldn't expect it. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) But threw you curveball. Like my favorite actress is Catherine Zeta Jones. You didn't know that either. I did not because I don't like most of the movies she's in, but I really like her acting. Interesting. I know. I never said it makes sense. Our silver foxes. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. <laughs> he was a handsome fella back in the day. He was. He's not he, a bad looking guy now. No, he's not. He's funny. He's funny. He's creepy. He is intense. Oh, he's so intense. It's kind of Intimidating. Hot. It's kind of hot. Yeah. I like <laughs> I wouldn't mind if he stalked me. Yeah. Well, he commands a room. I would like him to switch from the one I told you about. Like, if he did that... You'd be all right. I would it. talk to him on so the phone So would more. it be stalking, though? Because you would like the advances. Um, Some people would probably still consider it stalking. <laughs> I would be under the delusion. So, right. you know, I'd be fine with it. You'd like it. Yes. So. Oh, well, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, we are lucky to call you Silver Foxy That's Moxie. That's right. I mean, his creepy portrayal in... Was it Taxi Driver or something? Uh-huh. Where he's the creepy stalker with Jodie Foster. Yes. And then in so Cape good. Fear. Oh, he's yeah. He's the creepy bad guy. I forget the name in there, too. Yep. I don't know their names. I Me just know either. him. But he's in it. And he's funny. He, like, bad meet grandpa. the parents. Mm-hmm. The Fockers. The Fockers. Meet them. Um. Uh. <laughs> we're tired. What else? The we don't have. Other have it shows popped he's up. in. He's in so many things. He's a mob guy and something. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's a total mob guy. Yep. He's he... also in a show with Al Pacino. Yeah. I think Robert De Niro's the hotter of the two. Uh, I agree. 
Al Pacino's more creepy and scary. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Hot mobsters. Hot mobsters mm -hmm. coming at you. Yep. So, Robert De Niro, we, we love, love you. you. Yay. <laughs> if you would like to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Or, or Twitter. Or Twitter. Twitter us. <laughs> tweet us. Uh, go to 801 Horror Zero Cult, C-C-U-L-T. Um, or you can also email us, which would be killer, mm -hmm. at 801HorrorCultVix at Gmail. So 801-H-O-R-R-O-R-C-U-L-T-V-I-X <laughs> at Gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We we will totally tell those stories because mm -hmm. who doesn't want to hear that? You can hear our version of your story. Yes. It, it will, will be, be real weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes. your tales. <laughs> this will be our version of your tale. We'll be like the the modern art of your tale. Yes. Artistic I'm, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us. Subscribe. And rate us a we, good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want, like, two more listeners. <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. <laughs> we'll get there. It's Marcy will show you her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti-pentum beads. Thank you for listening to part two. Yes, thanks for listening to part two of our two-part series of our Valentine's special about stalking. <laughs> and other dating shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because who doesn't like that? Um, no The one. stalkers. The stalkers <laughs> don't like, like it. The stalkers like to watch stalkers, so they probably want to find out uh, ideas of how to stalk. A lot of some, but I think some are also too delusional. Delusional. Because they're narcissists, and, you know, yeah. you, they're not the same. Speaking of delusional... What are we talking about delusional. You are. So what are we talking about next week? We're going to do a deep dive on tarot cards with our original co-host, Mary Postmortem. She's going to be coming back at us and teach us the ways of the tarot. That's right. Tarot. And did you still want her to read your tarot card? I absolutely want to read my tarot card. I don't want to know my future. I want to. So she's so going to give me a reading. We're going to find out all about me. Yeah. And it's going to be frightening. So. 